Good morning, everyone. We're thinking about the life of Jacob, and he's come back to Bethel, where he started, really, his spiritual journey, uh, 20 years or so previously. And he's come back, and there's no better place to stop and to think and to meditate about life and about the journey that we've taken and the journey that we're taking and possibly the end of that journey. And Jacob is coming to the end of that journey. And he's no doubt thinking, and there's no better place to think than in the presence of God. And there at Bethel, God has called him up. And he's no doubt, his mind is overwhelmed at this time, as we thought yesterday. Overwhelmed with sadness. I don't like to use the word disappointment when it comes to my relationships with my children, my family, uh, the Lord's people or those people around us. We can so easily be disappointed, as we put it, in other people. But if we truly know God and love him, the love of God will be in our hearts for our family, for our friends, for our neighbours and for all. And it isn't so much disappointment, it's sadness, I think, is a word that I prefer to use. Sadness that those people that we have to do with are perhaps not going on with God, not enjoying the things that are of infinite and eternal value. And I'm certain that that is the sentiment of many a Christian parent today, and indeed many a Christian, whether they're a parent or not. And when we look around and when we think of what is, uh, what is the case, our hearts are overwhelmed with sadness, at least mine is, so often, about how it seems to be that no matter what we do, no matter what we say, no matter how we uh, endeavour to change things, things don't change. And our hearts are sad because there doesn't seem, or it doesn't appear to be at least, any real deep work of God in the hearts of those that we so long for that to be the case. But there is also, and I'm sure Jacob must have come to this point when he was there in the presence of God, he must have thought to himself about his his family and how that actually they were a reflection of how he was. And I can say this certainly, that my children have possibly taught me far more than anyone else. Not always in the good things that they've done, but perhaps in some of the things that have upset and grieved us. But you see a reflection of yourself so often in your children, in your siblings, and and in, in uh, other members of your family. And maybe that's where Jacob was, and maybe that's what overwhelmed him so much was everything that his children did that was wrong, was just a reminder of how wrong he was. And that's a good thing, child of God, this morning, for you and me, just to remember and to cast our minds back. On a number of occasions, I've thanked the Lord for bringing certain people into my life that have deeply hurt me, But actually, as I've looked at them, I saw a reflection 
of how perhaps I used to be until God really dealt with me in a severe manner on many occasions. So this morning, as we think of Genesis and chapter 35, here's Jacob at Bethel again, on his way home uh, to his father, and he's faced up, really, with those things of the past. But God reminds him there and says, your name was Jacob, but it shall be no longer Jacob. It is Israel, a prince with God, a man who has power with God and power with men. I wonder if I'm speaking to someone this morning who's never got to that point, really, where, yes, they're saved, yes, they've got, might we say very <clears throat> glibly perhaps, got a ticket to heaven, but what about, have you really known what it is to be converted? I mean to have a real face-to-face dramatic experience with God, where your life is transformed, where your behaviour is changed, where your dealings with other people become different, when you are not a critical person anymore about others, just about yourself, and you really are a changed person. From that moment onwards, everything is different. Your different relationships with others, a different relationship with God, a different thought about end of life and the coming of the Lord Jesus and the fact that we need to keep ourselves in the love of God and we need to make sure that we're doing those things that are glorifying to him. But friend, today, if you're not saved, this journey of faith is the most wonderful life, the only thing worthy of the name. It's an abundant life. It's a life in fellowship with the God that created you. And if you don't know him, there's a piece of the jigsaw missing in your life. You need to come to know him. The Lord Jesus died to save you, and he's willing to save you. If only you'll come to him and trust him, repenting of your sins and believing on him. May God bless his word to each one of us today.